I'm Sarah. And I love baby goats. And I'm Katrina Joe, and I love pizza. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the feds. And you're listening to FedWork. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome back to FedWork. This is Katrina Joe And Sarah. And we are doing something a little different this we week. We are. You're in the hot seat today. Oh, my goodness. So today, Sarah is interviewing me. And um, you guys are going to learn a little bit more about me, I guess. Yeah. And we haven't shared the questions. So it's going to be. Right. So I have no idea what she's asking me. And she really and doesn't. Like, on t- you know how on TV they're like, they've never heard it. But they've gone over rehearsals. We haven't done that. Yeah. So we're kind of going through the same thing that we do with like our guests. So yeah. questions and then a quickie at the end. So, yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. I'm a little nervous. I know. I'm nervous too. <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to ask me? Well, I also want to make sure I'm not like, you know, putting anything on blast or things that people I mean, shouldn't if you are, I, I can politely decline. Oh, mm-hmm. we get one veto? No. I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. None of them are bad. It's okay. just so people, so that you guys can know a little bit more about her, the things that we know as your close friends. That's all. Yeah. And I think that, you know, since we've started the podcast, I think we've been more about, you know, letting people know more about like our friends and people we know and like mm-hmm. their journeys that, I mean, I know we've touched on like dating stories. I was between say, the we've two done of like us. love life, but we haven't done like the core of who people are and like things yeah, like that. For sure. And I don't go too deep. Cool. So Good. don't worry. Nothing okay. too crazy. All right. All right. So to start, you've already touched on what you have done in your career, but let's do a little recap for those who are new. So how did you get up to L.A.? Um, well, what brought me to L.A. is that I first made the Los Angeles Clippers Spirit Dance Team. Um, and I was also signed to Block Dance Agency, which is located in L.A. Um, so that's what made me make the move to L.A. From there, um, I started my first company called Glam Girls LA back in 2010. And then I was the Hennessy Black Ambassador as well, which kind of led me into this whole spirits industry journey. Right. Um, so I worked for Hennessy Black for two years, Grand Marnier for two years, VSOP for three years, and now Moet Nectar Imperial Rosé for one year. Um, and then from there, I just kind of, you know, started some other passion projects like Women right. of Pow, mm-hmm. Fed Work, um, yeah. And I still like dance and choreograph and stuff. So. So you're all over the place. Yeah. I, a little bit of everything, I guess. All creative, yeah. though, for the most part. I feel like. Yeah. I think they all on. kind of like circle around the same nucleus where like it's all kind of entertainment based mm-hmm. and experience based. So like dancing, <clears throat> choreography, whether I'm doing a women's retreat or something, um, you know, creating events or parties, whatever it is. Um, it's kind of all around the same realm. So, yeah. And it's cool because, you know, you could be throwing a party and need Hennessy to sponsor it. And then you yep. can have your glam girls there. Yeah. It kind which of all has together. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is really cool because it kind of shows everything that you're doing and, and that you're going in the right direction, you know, and you keep building and for sure adding on to that. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um. So how do you think that that career has kind of shaped you as a woman? Because you've been in different mm. predicaments in each one of those. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Um, I would say that my dance team background has definitely helped mold me into the woman I am today. I think that was like the start of the journey. 
Um, when I was on Charger Girls, we had to go through three years of Toastmasters, like public speaking training, um, just being on a team in general, especially with all women. Right. Um, on Chargers at the time, it was 28 women. On um, Clippers, I think it was like 22. Um, so, or maybe even 16, I forget. It, I feel like that's, that's like a, a lifetime ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was 16. Um, so that was pretty much the the start of the journey of like molding me into like the adult womanhood. Right. Um, and then from there, I just think working in male dominant industries, like you have to grow up fast um, and you have to like really stand your ground as a woman. Um, And then from there, I just think L.A. (laughs) I mean, the industry of L.A. is it's not for I, I say this all the time. It's not for everyone. It's easy to get lost, chewed up, spit back out. Um, so I think it's just it's just been a, a journey in itself, just living in the city, right? Um, working with the industry or the companies that I do in the industry, and then also trying to build my own company and brand name for myself, right? So with doing that, it's just been like keeping integrity and consistency has been really big to me. I mean, especially being a woman in the industry in LA, yeah. like there's certain things you can't do, or there's certain you know like standards you have to hold yourself to for people yeah. to take you seriously. seriously. So I hear that. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Absolutely. That's why we go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, literally. Like, I don't think I've I don't know when the last time that I've really just like let loose and partied in L.A. because I'm literally always working. Right. It makes it really uncomfortable when, you know, the people that you're doing business with all the time are, are at the table next to you. Yeah. And watching you. Else. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, well, we saw Katrina at the. That's not yeah, the text it's, that it's you need not anyone gonna to get. happen. And, you know, when I'm going to the club or I'm going to a venue to host a dinner, like the people that are running the club or running the restaurant are my cli- like clients. Yeah. They're people that I'm working with. So right. I can't just go in there like, you know. No. No. A couple I'm, drinks. Yeah. Maybe like three. Yeah. But. Yeah. Three, three would max. have me on the floor, but no, three max. I mean, I have a high tolerance, <laughs> but three max and then, you know, call yeah. it a day. But yeah, Vegas is where I like. Yeah. yeah, which is weird. Everyone, no one would understand that for people <laughs> who live here. Vegas is like going away to like a log cabin. <laughs> yeah, for like, but I can only do 24 yeah, hours, 24, maybe like maybe 48 if one of the days is like spa and show. Yeah. I, I yeah. Spawn show. But like one day going out hardcore to like six, seven, eight a.m. in the morning and then I'm done. And I can't even do that anymore. Like, oh, I, I know. Stop. Last time we went. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was my birthday. We and went, went for home. her birthday and <laughs> she goes back to the room, falls asleep. Me and our friend Stacy were out like seven in the morning. Yeah. I was like, nope, I need my sleep. Yeah. And I was no. OK with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, so. All you have obviously many hats that you wear, <laughs> yeah. right? Like there's lots of different jobs that you do. So I'm just curious as to which one do you think that you have that feeds your soul, or is that something you're still trying mm. to fulfill that that portion of it? Damn, that's deep. I think the one that feeds my soul the most, um, because I think each hat that I wear feeds me in different ways. Right. Um, and I will, yeah, so I will say that I think the one that feeds my soul the most is dance. Okay. Um, first and foremost, it's my first love Been Mm -hmm. dancing since I was three. I feel weird when I'm like, if I'm, I haven't danced in a long time or even just in a studio, I'm, I'm like itching. Like I need to just get that creative outlet out. And, um, it's just something I really enjoy doing. I, I judge with a company called move productions during competition season. So I do that for about half a year, every year. And even just that, like um, being able to 
to just give back to the kids. I was once in their shoes competing at 18 or 16, 17. So just being able to use that as an outlet still, um, as well as choreograph, like I, I wouldn't be myself if I wasn't, yeah, if I wasn't dancing or choreographing. So. Hmm. And I think it too, with, with you having women of power and then you doing something like that, where you're, you're giving back, you're giving advice, you're giving guidance to these younger dancers. You're you're kind of tying all that in together too. Mm -hmm. So that feels good. I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, all right. So this is, a, this is Uh-oh. a story. I already know. I already know the answer to it, or I think I already know which one you're going to say, but I think that's something that we should, you know, bring to the forefront for people that don't understand what it's like to, to produce events. Right. Okay. So I'm super curious as to which was your most challenging event and how did you overcome any of the hiccups that might have occurred? My most challenging event. Mm-hmm. And you, you think you know the answer to this. I can't even think of one right now because I feel like there's so many. Right. But th- what was one that like you were hella nervous about, hella stressed about all night? It was like a cra- it was a crazy situation. Was it a crazy? Was it a main event? Uh, oh, my God. I can't even talk. Main, <laughs> was it a main event weekend? Um, yeah, I think so. It was a venue you don't normally do. Oh, come on. I feel I like I have so, say, I okay, have okay, so, so pick many. One, pick one that you don't think I'd think, and then it would just be ironic if it's the same one. I mean, I don't know if it's like a specific event because literally I tell people this all the time. Uh, I get nervous for every single event. And I do maybe like at least once or two a week, at least. And my thing for that is because you, like as much as you want to fully prepare for something, like something is always going to happen where you have to think on the fly. Right. So going into an event, I might walk in and they don't have furniture in the room or I might walk in and they ran out of Hennessy. God forbid. Oh, my goodness. I would be like the well, worst. Yeah. Um, or, you know, something or, you know, the the honoree doesn't want to show up or is going to show up late or the photographer can't make like there's so many moving parts, moving parts. And that you want to think that you have control over. But at the end of the day, you just have to make sure that you're rolling with the punches kind of thing. Right. So every event has their challenges. Um I can't, I really want to know which event you have in mind because I'm probably going to be like, oh my God, yes. But I think for me, the most challenging ones are event weekends in general in LA. So So what would those be? BT, All-Star Weekend, Grammys. Like last BT weekend, I think I had eight events Mm -hmm. in or nine events in six days or something. Like it was insane. Yeah, it was nine. It's really BT week. Yes, it's BT week. So yeah, I I had nine events in six days and... I was super nervous about all, all of those it. Those were all high profile too. There were, yeah. Yeah. You had like big names for toasts and all of that too. Yeah. Um, I was doing, uh, I did one for like the women of Capitol Records. I did one for Tiana Taylor. I, um, we collaborated with Interscope Records and hosted their official BET party at Poppy, which I completely produced by myself on the Hen- uh, Moet Hennessy side yeah. with Interscope. So all of those events in general were just super nerve wracking. But I want to know which specific one you're talking about. I was thinking. Is it a Canelo one? Well, no, you're always oh, okay. stressed out for those because those yeah. are high intense. I was thinking of Soho. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. But that was, I was nervous. I was really stressed about that at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So that was an event that I walked into and they did not have enough Hennessy. Yes. They. Oh, no, no. They didn't have any. I think they had like two bottles in the building and they thought that I was bringing in the product. Yeah. Huge miscommunication on both ends. And... I was I was freaking out. But you came out. I mean, 
I was talking with you throughout the whole thing. Yeah. That's why for me, I was like, this is her most challenging one because I like saw what you were going through. Yeah. Um, and I think that anyone that saw what you were going through would say like, you really pulled that shit together somehow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, it was no intense. one that was there knew it was, yeah. it was happening. We had Justine Sky, Kendall Jenner was there, like all of Rock Nation, Red Bull. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, so no one would have known. We even had like all of our team Hennessy people, like people from Atlanta. It, it was a great event. On the back end, right. it was insane. Yeah. Like I, you're right. I, yeah. I haven't had an event that was that stressful since then. Yeah. Well, thank God. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think the more stressful part was like the damage control after, which was fine. Yeah. But, and that was like my first year in. So I was like freaking out and, you know, yeah. that was like my first real big conflict with anything and then having to deal with brand team and like yeah. all that so well and it was a place that you're not at weekly you know right it was it, a venue that I we were just doing a one-off with so yeah because it always helps if you know for our listeners I don't understand um for Moet Hennessy we have certain accounts that we work with all the time and so therefore I am very familiar with the people of the venue right and I can literally have them on text we talk all the time they help with logistics and planning so when I go into I'm one a, of them. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> At many, many venues. Yeah. Um, so when we do go into a venue that is not one of our accounts and we're doing a one off with, it can be great, but it can also be hard because the staff doesn't really know you like that kind of right. thing. Right. The yeah. familiarity isn't there. Right. For sure. Okay. So we talked about the big weekends that we deal with or that you deal with especially. So after something like that, what do you do? Like, what is your go to for self care? Oh my God. This is a great question. This actually just happened to me this past week. Um, I had a crazy, crazy stressful week um, uh, personally. So I, I like was hosting like an influencer workout. I did a panel. Mm-hmm. I was also doing, you know, obviously my Moet Hennessy nights as well as on Sunday. I had three events in one night. We hosted the Maluma concert. Crazy. I had a table at Penthouse. Then I had a, a table at Nightingale. I'm constantly. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm constantly just hosting and around people. And literally this past Monday, Tuesday, I just completely shut down. Well, yeah, I did not. You're on. Yes, I'm literally you're on. on. And all I'm the hosting time. everyone like I'm exerting so much energy and just making sure that everyone is good and having fun all the time that it it's great. But at the end of the day, it can be draining because yeah. I'm like hold the fuck on. I need to just like sit and not smile, talk, nothing. Right. Like yeah. no makeup, nothing. no, nothing. Yeah. Like I don't want to get ready. I don't want to like touch my hair whatever. So I literally just stayed home, slept and turned my phone off. And I did like a lot of reading. I did, you know, I listened to a lot of podcasts, including ours. And um, I also recently signed up to be a member at Burke Williams just to make myself go because, you know, that that monthly fee is is pretty yeah, it's pretty penny. You, you don't want to waste that. Yeah, so I, yeah, make sure I don't waste that. And I go once a month. Good. See, stuff like that's important. Yeah. And and working out, like that's an outlet. So, yeah. Working out's probably the best one because it's doing something beneficial for you, but it's it's getting a whole different level of adrenaline out. Yeah, Which absolutely. I think is, you know, especially when you do the hosted ones with your friends or other influencers and things like that. Um, it's kind of killing two birds. Mm-hmm. But when you go, like if you and I are going to the gym or going to one of our classes, going to Boonda or something like that. Yeah. Um, when you're not working, you're not on. Our phones are put right. away for the hour. Exactly. You know, you're not allowed to have your phone. Right. Um, and no one's texting me five million questions. Right. Yeah. It's nice to have something that's for you. Right. You know, and I think it's important to, to keep those going. Um, so... It's very rare 
but you do get time off mm-hmm. and you like to travel. Yeah. I and mean, we've talked about travel and things that we like to do. Travel with KJ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a hashtag, y'all. It is. Look it up. So what is, so I, I know all of your trips and all this yeah. stuff, obviously. Um, and I think that people would love to hear about it, but let's like kind of break it down a little bit. So what is the biggest adventure that you've taken? Hmm. Biggest adventure I've taken. Um, oh my God, I feel like I need to like think of all the trips. I, I mean, I, won't, I don't know if it's like an adventure, but I think the trip that meant the most to me mm-hmm. um, was this last trip that I went on to the Philippines in January. So I went back home with my mom. I am half Filipina. If you guys didn't know, my mom's from Cebu, Philippines. So we went um, in January with, you know, some people from our family mm-hmm. and just visited you know, her hometown, a lot of my aunts and uncles, my cousins. Um, I was able to visit my late uh, grandma and grandpa, um, see where they grew up and just like, you know, things like where my mom went to school and like my aunts went to school and stuff. And then I was able to tie in. I didn't even mention this earlier, but I am a member of uh, the board on Mm -hmm. SEPA. So I'm a board member of SEPA. What is SEPA? Search to Involve Filipino Americans. So it's a Los Angeles-based board. Cool. Um, I am the only half African-American board member. And so I was able to tie in that board, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, has, it has to do with Filipinos right. to the Philippines. And I was able to host a dance workshop mm-hmm. for kids in Cebu City. And we hosted it at the Ayala Center. And little backstory. Yeah. So my mom named me after an entertainer in the Philippines named Katrina. So going back to Cebu, Philippines, where my mom was born, and raised, grew up, and then hosting a dance, yeah. you know, workshop there. And like yeah. all my family came out. Um, I have family that's also in Sambuan, Philippines, which is like a four hour drive away. They drove down just to like watch my oh. class. So I had like all my family there. Yeah. I even had like, you know, there, one of my aunts was there that's literally never seen me teach a dance class. Like she's seen me dance, but right. not teach. So that it, it was just a very like full circle, surreal moment. moment. Probably and for your mom too. Yeah, I'm sure. She's not very emotional. I know, mom. I know. (laughs) But I do think that for her, like, yeah, that probably was an extremely proud moment where she was like, wow, like this came full circle. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I cried after it was. Uh, Yeah, it was the last day of our trip, too. So like we were leaving in the morning. So it was kind of just an overwhelming feeling of a feeling of like just being in the Philippines for the past two weeks. And then all my family there, we went to dinner after and and the feedback from the kids and. They were so talented and so fun. So, yeah, that that's my favorite trip to date, I would say. And is that, um, so I guess another question would be from your travels, you, you do different things, right? Mm-hmm. So that one was family-based, um, historical for you. Mm-hmm. And you also got to include dance. Right. Are there, have you taken any trips where it's just, like, there, it's just for fun, it's just for relaxing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which ones were those? Um... I mean, I've traveled to, I mean, I recently went to Cabo in Seattle, literally mm-hmm. just for my birthday for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, my family and I traveled to like New Mexico. We, we go to like the balloon fiesta, which is mm-hmm. once a year there in New Mexico, um, different parts of obviously California, um, New York. Sometimes, you know, I've been just for fun as well. So, yeah, I've done some personal travel for sure. Yeah. But, I will say, I think majority of my trips have been work related. But you also but find a way to tie them together. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think I, I mean, I kind of like it more that way where it's like, yeah. 
I mean, I'm getting flown out right. on you know, <laughs> someone else's budget. And yeah. I'm, I'm going for work. So it's also like I'm being productive, but right. then I'm also being able to explore and, you know, see a different city or a country. And then from there, if I'm already out there, say Europe or something, right. I extend my trip and I'll I'll travel or invite some friends to meet me or something like that. So I know I've never been able to. I know. Soon. One of these days. Soon. One of these days. And and I know that recently um, you did Amsterdam, London, yeah. and Paris. Yes, my fave. Paris yeah. is my fave. Me too. I love Paris. But mm-hmm. you've also done Greece. Yes. So you've, she's a world traveler, y'all. Yeah, Greece was my cousin's bachelorette party. Talk about a bachelorette. Right? In Greece. Yeah, we went to Santorini, Mykonos, and Athens. Oh, yeah, you did go to Athens. I forgot you went it's there. It's gorgeous. I can't wait to go there. That's on my list. Beautiful. It's one of the next ones that's on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, do you think that you're spontaneous at all? Do you think that, you, or because you're you're not to use the wrong. She's a little bit of a control freak. Yeah. Um, I have been. I've been better. You've been better. I'm not. I mean, because that's my. That's my. Um, it's your sign. That's no, no, no. That's what I'm leaving in 2019. Yes, I saw. I mean, I've been working on it this year to surrender more mm-hmm. because. Hmm. I think more professionally, though, but I will say in some personal circumstances right. that I do have like a need of sense of control. But it's yeah. I think it's because I'm always in the leadership posi- positions. Right. But so, spontaneous. It depends. It depends on the mood and who I'm with. OK. Do you have yeah. any funny stories about being spontaneous that you could share? None that are <laughs> PG <appropriate>? to share. <laughs> <laughs> so is this your veto? <laughs> Um, I mean, maybe, but I mean, I'm all, I'm also like the cousin that's like, let's go zip lining. And my family is like, what are you talking about? You're insane. I mean, that's not something too crazy, but like, it is. I'm the one zip lining in another in somewhere that you don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if I if I were to say like bungee jumping, okay, but well, like, yeah, I guess or that's like true. skydiving, but I feel like zip lining is like okay, yeah, more protected. Yeah. Um. So I'm more so like the one that'll I'll say that in the family, but any of my other spontaneous stories will just. Just know that I have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. She used her veto. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So do you have a guilty pleasure? Oh, do you understand? Do Rat? you understand? <laughs> Siri. Siri does not understand. Siri can you, does can not you understand. the question? Sure. No problem. <laughs> do you have a guilty pleasure? Food. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, it, it's my guilty pleasure. Like. And like bad food. Wait, what do, you, what do you mean bad food? I mean, I like to eat everything. I'm a foodie. But like bad food is like my guilty pleasure. Like McDonald's. Oh, like unhealthy food. Yeah. Like bad food. Yeah, like McDonald's. Like Taco Bell. Oh my God, I love Taco Bell. Pizza. You do love McDonald's. I, I don't know I how do. many times I've been on the phone with you and you've been at the drive-thru. I'm like, they don't I know you by now. <laughs> love McDonald's. Like if if I'm having like a <laughs> shitty day or even if I'm like, yo, I killed that shit. I'm about to go get some fries. Nice. Like that's how I am yeah. instead of like oh I need to get a drink or I need to whatever I'm like no I'm going to get food so <laughs> so yeah. everyone make sure she's always fed oh I get really hangry too so I know <laughs> <laughs> I get silent like and then I'm like hangry. don't fucking talk to me where are we going to eat make a plan now yes food figure it out now I get that way too though I'm like figure it out we yeah. need to eat like I make all the other plans <laughs> right exactly figure out where I can eat I'm like shit just tell me where we're going <sighs> Don't get me started on that. <laughs> you already know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Are you a planner? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Um, all right. So in a perfect world, mm. what would your life look like? Mm. 
Oh, man. I mean... <laughs> I would live in the South. <laughs> in my head. I would live in the South in my white pillared home, um, making sweet tea that I can enjoy out on my rocking chair. Um, you know, with a nice, fine husband, some kids, you know, and be running my businesses from afar. Consulting. 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 I would still have glam girls, but like it'd be a franchise by then, like yeah. like Glam Girls ATL, Glam Girls NYC. <laughs> Um, and then still, you know, dancing. I've always wanted to open a daycare that I could do at home while I'm like married and like oh, making sweet that's tea. Cute. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know. I was going to say, let's go back to where that comes from. I went to nursing school. Um, so I was an LVN and I worked as a pediatrics nurse for a year when I was in San Diego. So I love kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have to get recertified. Oh, no, Absolutely. <laughs> I thought I can like go no, back no one into nursing your, today. No one drop your kids off at KJ's house. No, but when I was a nurse, I was a nurse that the parents would come in and be like, we want nurse Katrina to give our kids a shot because Aww. I was very gentle. Aww. I used to assist the doctor with like circumcisions and stuff. So it was like deep. I thought I wanted to be a forensic scientist because I was like taking class. I was like working on cadavers and stuff. And like it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I don't get grossed out with like bloody stuff. And so the hand I sent you didn't bother you. No, I was more so like, are you, are you okay? okay? But like, can I help? Because, I mean, you guys yeah. have heard that story from um, Korean barbecue. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, you know, maybe with a daycare, still have my empire. Yeah. You know. Bigger though, by then. Bigger. Bigger. Power couple, you know, he'd have his own shit too. Okay. And maybe my mom, like, you know, there too. In the pillared house or is she going to have say, like, like a guest house? have her own house. Yeah, like, like the next, house door. next door. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be a plane right away. Maybe two. Two dogs. Two dogs? A birdcage. You know I love birds and I need my birdcage, my Cinderella birdcage to like wake up to no cats. (laughs) No cats ever. Um, So yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds nice. It sounds nice. It does. All right. Well, I think you guys got to know her a little bit better now. (laughs) Oh, I made it through. You made it through. See, I told you I wasn't going to do anything that was too bad. I I thought this was going to be like hot seat. No, I didn't want to. Those are for the... Those are for juicier episodes. This okay. is just stuff that I think people should know about you. I like it. Yeah. So are you ready to pull a quickie? Sure, Sarah. Are we'll you pull sure? pull a quickie with you. Okay, cool. <clears throat> All right. Okay. First thing that comes to mind, right? First thing that comes to mind. Okay. There is no explanation, no statement. All it is is whatever the answer is. Boom. Next one. Okay. Okay. Truth or dare? Truth. Mango or dragon fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Mango. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. I believe in? God. I trust? You. <laughs> Love is? Um, trust. That's a good one. Um, LA or the Bay? Damn. <laughs> no. 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 Yep. Uh, I, I got to pick the hometown Bay Area. Okay. Favorite position? CEO. Good answer. Last book you've read. Uh, currently reading Michelle Obama's book. Get caught in a lie or hurt someone with the truth? Hurt someone with the truth. To fed work or not to fed work? Fed work always. Woohoo! You just pulled yes. a quickie. Thank you. All right. Well, that was my interview for you. Thanks for going easy on me. You know, I, I felt like it was what I needed to do. Okay. Because I could have been like way left field and no, that would have been. Now I can't wait to do you because I, I don't think I was that easy, so. 
shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. That'll be I was thinking that'll about be my later questions. Episode. Yeah, I was thinking about my questions already and I had some some hard ones in mind. So maybe oh. I'll tone them down <clears throat> a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was the interview. Yes. Thank you for going easy on me. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that yes. good stuff. Um, yeah. Visit our website, www.wearefedwork.com. Subscribe there too. And we'll see you guys next time. Yes, guys. Check us out. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.